Hello and welcome back to the Broken to Beautifully Blended podcast. It's been a while since we've actually done just a podcast, so figured we'd reintroduce the format. So the idea being we can have more conversation. And so I'm here, Rockford, and April is with me. Say hello, April. Hi, everybody. <laughs> and so we're going to be uh, trying to do a little bit more conversational content as we do the podcast. Uh, it's a little easier, a little bit less polished, I would say. I don't have to spend quite as much time getting it all edited and finding B-roll and everything that we talk about. So this is just a little bit more uh, informal for us anyway. Yeah, it doesn't have to be cinematic. And it takes me back to the radio days. Yeah. So, you know, it's sort of like uh, chatting on the radio and, and seeing how, you know, it's just, I don't know, it's just sort of old school for me. So whenever you were on the radio before, when was that? Like at night? Yeah, or? I did... Uh, I did overnights on the weekends as an intern at KMOD in Tulsa. And uh, that was interesting. Yeah. You got a lot of interesting phone calls in the middle of the night uh, at the radio station, back when people used to listen to the radio. That would have been late 90s? Early 2000s. Uh, yeah, it was the late 90s. I'm, I've, if I remember right, that was the, the spring of 97. Maybe the spring of 98. Uh, so we're talking like uh, March, April, May, June, uh, either 97 or 98. So it's been like, what, 22 years, 23 years? Yeah. That was a long time ago, a lifetime ago. I think it's funny, too, because you still kind of have that radio voice, like you'll have your normal talking voice, and then you do your whole radio voice. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I can get into it, that's for sure. Yeah. So I got to I got to tone down the southern drawl whenever you know you try to have the radio or the announcer voice. Yeah. Yeah, you did what the last 2 years you've done the announcer position for the high school band. Yeah. And your mom was like, "I thought Rockford was going to do that." That was Rockford. <laughs> that, no, it was. Yeah, that was your son. <laughs> Thank you for paying attention. So but anyway, uh, we're going to try and do this a little bit more often. I don't know how often it'll be right now. Hopefully we can get one out every couple of weeks. Maybe it'll be once a month. But uh, the idea is just to start where you are, right? There's yeah. no reason to delay, not trying to figure things out a little too much. And so uh, we figured that we would start today and we would bring in Jaden, our second oldest daughter. Say hi, Jaden. Hi. <laughs> she's here, <laughs> and she's covered up in a blanket because she has a bad sunburn from the weekend. Yeah. It's not that bad anymore. I'm just cold. It's cold in here. Surprisingly enough, because normally you have this fan on in here at a bazillion miles an hour. I feel like the roof's going to take off. I don't change the speed. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I it depends on what the time of day, because it either it gets really hot in here during the day because... The sun is beating through the windows. Yeah, I'll tell you this, and most people can't see this, but Jaden is sitting right across from me, and we have a stand that's attached to the desk that holds the microphone that she's yeah, talking really into, see <laughs> and it is exactly <laughs> perfectly between she and I, so I can't really see her very well. So I'm going to probably have to be moving around a little bit just so that I can see everybody. But uh, Jaden has been back since, gosh... Which 
sort of the end of March, right? Yeah. So we, this whole pandemic thing has been a crazy deal. I'm sure that everybody has been dealing with it in their own way. Um, for us, it interrupted our spring in a big way. Not that it didn't interrupt anybody else's, but uh, we had gone to the Oklahoma Youth Expo with Thomas and Lauren to show pigs with the intention of going down to Dallas the following week to see Jaden at DBU and Allison, who's living down there and working. Uh, and right as we, I don't know, maybe left uh, OIE, the world went crazy. We got down to Grapevine where we stayed for spring break. And, um, I mean, everything started to shut down. I mean, there wasn't hardly anything that you could do anywhere you could go. Uh, and poor Jaden <laughs> was stuck on the DBU campus over spring break because you were working your, your job. Yes. <laughs> and I'm sure that was weird in and of itself. Uh, Yeah, it was weird because there wasn't – it was – I was finally getting like acclimated to the campus. It takes me a while. And so as soon as I got acclimated, everyone disappeared um, because they were gone for spring break and I stayed there. Um, so just being alone on spring break was weird. I had to like live on soup for a week <laughs> Cause the because the cafeteria was closed. Right, right. Yeah. Um, and so that was kind of awful. And then it just continued after that. I didn't stay much longer after spring break. So we were there the week that you were on spring break, or is that the week after? The week after That's spring break. Right. So, so her spring break was before ours. Didn't I come? I came home and then I left, had my spring break. And then I was working during my spring break week. And then you guys had your spring break week. Right. And we came down. And then we came home on Thursday. Something like that? Wednesday. Wednesday or Thursday. And then that Sunday, they had put the shelter-in-place order in, in Dallas County, and you called and said, you know. At like 10 p.m. <laughs> yeah, was, well, I think it was going to go into effect at midnight, right? It was going into effect at midnight, but I didn't figure out about it till like 10 p.m. Right, and so you called, and you're like, what are we supposed to do? And I was like, well, come home. I mean, why not? So... Anyway, I'm trying to get my microphone adjusted and it's starting to annoy me. Anyway, so I said, well, just come on home. And so you literally. I packed a bag. You threw and I some, left. some yeah. stuff in a bag and came home. And then I lived off of that bag for like a month. Yeah. Roughly. Yeah. Almost a month. It's pretty close. Yeah. So we went down. When was that? First part of April and picked up the rest of your stuff, moved you out of the dorm. Uh, after they realized that, hey, we're not going to be able to get things back to normal. Yeah. So. Uh, I just want to take a second and just think about that. Because, you know, we were down there. And that was the week of like the 18th, 19th, 20th. She came home on Sunday and was home for two weeks. And then you guys went down and got the rest of our stuff. So this pandemic has been like forever, but not much time at all. Like. You feel like you've been Feels in like it. Feels like forever. Yeah, you feel like you've been in it for a really long time. And you really haven't. Because you guys went down there like on the 6th or the 8th of April. So you were only like two weeks out of the bag. But it felt like 
an eternity because yeah. it was all you had and you knew everything you had down there in Dallas. April seemed like the longest month ever. Ever. Yeah. Because that's when you really couldn't do anything. But so you've now completed that entire first year of school uh, sort of in phases, I guess. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about what it was like. What was it like being out of the house, being off to college? Uh, it was interesting. Um, I mean, I, I remember just walking on campus every once in a while and I'd kind of be like in awe that I was old enough to be completely separated from my family in another state and on a college campus paying for everything by myself. Not everything, not like my phone in my car. That was the only things that I haven't been paying for is my phone in my car. Um, paying for college myself. Um, and I just would be like, well, that's weird and keep going about my day. But, um, You want me to, like, talk about DBU? I don't know. <laughs> I, I really didn't, like, uh, the first semester, I had a really good time just being a co- what felt like like a college kid. I had friends and a group um, that I would hang out with. I loved my classes, and I loved getting to go to chapel um, and just doing all of the things that they had. They had a lot of stuff during the fall that we could do, especially as a freshman, uh, just getting to know how the campus is basically it's high school that you're paying for because it's such a small campus pretty much everybody knows everybody there's cliques um different kinds of people and stuff like that so you you had to deal with the adjustment to college life and tell me if you think it was uh or tell me how you think that went considering you had to share a room at school but you've shared a room with allison for quite some time uh, and before that, you shared a room with Lauren. I don't know. Uh, I can't remember how I, all the different room assignments. I've shared my I've shared a room basically my entire life. I had maybe a year and a half when you weren't married that I yeah. had my own room. Yeah, but the room had a bed in it, so I didn't really have much. Right, much of a big well, room no, to be. I didn't make you have. sleep on the floor. No, it, I mean it had another <laughs> bed in it. It had two beds. So I don't know why I didn't sleep on that other bed more often. It wasn't a twin. It was like a queen size bed. Yeah. Yeah. That was the guest bed. And I think I seem to remember that. I don't know why we didn't have you sleep on those beds. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> um, so you went off to college and you moved into the dorm. So at DBU, I mean, it's traditional dorm style for freshmen. It's two to a room and whoa. Those rooms are small. Well, our room was in the corner in the back. And so compared to another room in the hallway, ours was tiny. Like it wasn't like the one across from us is in the same position, but the room is bigger and the closet was way smaller. Um, so our room was tiny compared to one of the, the other dorms. So like the other dorms were actually a pretty good size, about the size of this room, maybe a little bigger. Yeah. So you met Maddie. Yeah. And you and Maddie hit it off, but did she from a, a blended family as well? Yes. And a big blended family. They're sort of like us. They yeah, got, they have seven. They have seven total? Yes. And we have seven total. So talk a little bit about sort of that dynamic that you and Maddie had sort of right off the bat. Oh, well, I've never clicked with someone that fast. I am shy, and so I won't 
warm up to people for a while but it was literally it was awkward maybe the first day but then I just started we started to hang around each other because at first I was like are you supposed to hang out with your roommate is that a thing you do I see people they're like my roommate not my friend um but I was like well I'm gonna be living with this person might as well be friends with them um so we hit it off like right off the bat uh uh, she became like my best friend in a matter of like two months um so that was a lot of fun. We had a really good dynamic. She kept me um, responsible <laughs> and from procrastinating because she's really, um, she's super smart and she's super like on the ball because she's home, she was homeschooled. And so she had to do all of her work herself. She didn't have a teacher telling her, get this done. Not that I don't do my work, but I'm definitely a procrastinator. So I will put it off until like the last second. Um, but at the same time, I kept her fun and like, okay, this is what life is like outside of a house 24 seven. Yeah. Um, let's go be crazy for a second. And she's, she's a lot of fun. She's funny and she's smart and she loves Jesus a lot. Uh, her faith is inspiring and encouraging. And, um, I was glad to have her around for that time. I wish I could have had her around more. So she didn't come back in the spring. Mm -mm. So you, you had a different roommate. Yeah, it was like maybe a week or two weeks in. She was like, I'm not supposed to be here. Um, Not that it was a bad place for her. She loved DBU and she loved the people, but she just felt this prompting that God was like, you're not supposed to be here because it's where people told you you wanted to go. You didn't actually say, this is where I want to go. This is where I'm being called. And so she felt like, I'm just going to drop out of my classes. And she had like all this fiasco. She thought she dropped all of her classes at one point and she was like, wait, no, I don't want to do that. I want to finish the semester. And so, uh, that was a whole fiasco. But after that, after the first semester, um, she moved back home and she is going to Tarleton, uh, to get a journalism degree. She had her associates whenever she came because the last two years of high school, she went to college classes. Um, so I did get a new roommate. Her name was Faith. We didn't get along as well. I mean, we we weren't like best friends, but we still we got we got along for the most part. Um, she's super sweet and nice, and I liked her. Um, there was maybe one conflict, but it wasn't something that was so bad that I couldn't deal with it for a semester, and not even a whole semester. Right. So. Okay. So we sort of jumped over the Christmas break uh, at Christmas you weren't really on Christmas. So you, you worked. So let's, let's talk about that. So just so everybody's good. I mean, Jaden is not, uh, she's not on what you would call a free ride. I mean, she's working. Um, she has quite a few scholarships. DBU's been very generous with their money towards her. And, uh, so she's got about half that she has to pay each semester and Jaden's working to earn it, you know, um, we support her and take care of some of her expenses, but school is on her. And so as part of that, uh, she's been raising some money. Uh, she raised some money last summer, and then she's doing it again this summer. So if you know of any work that she could do to bless you, make sure you give her a shout-out on Facebook, facebook.com slash Todd, I think, <laughs> something like that. So... Uh, make sure you you uh, reach out if she can do that for you. Anyway, um, so she stayed over the break, and she worked. Uh, and it was a bit interesting because 
pretty sure I lived off soup then, too. <laughs> I think you did. The cafeteria was closed. But I you, think spring break, it was open. Yeah. You and it was just go. disgusting. And so I was <laughs> like, you know, I'm not eating that. So, so class let out mid-December, uh, 12th or 15th or something like that. And you worked up until... Uh, like right before Christmas. Yeah. Was yeah. she was she here whenever we did the family Christmas? Yeah. Yes. I worked. Uh, I worked. I think I came home right after classes ended because classes ended like the nineteenth or the twentieth. Yeah. And so I came home, um, for like two days, two or th- like Christmas Eve and Christmas, and then the day after Christmas I had to go back and then spend throughout New Year and January, the beginning of January, until classes started again. So yeah. it was like three weeks. She went back on the 27th because she helped clean that house. Yeah, oh, yeah that a, nasty house. Yeah, that was a, disgusting. You had a rental that she helped clean and yeah. was able to earn some money, and yeah. that was awful. I Every time, mom's a saint. She cleaned out that nasty fridge. <laughs> I was not going to do it. I was like, you're really about to make me do that, and, I was, and she didn't make me do it. It was nasty. So think about... So let's try and describe this refrigerator to people. <laughs> so everybody that is a good homeowner knows that if you unplug your fridge or turn it off for an extended period of time, you have to open it. Yeah. Or take the food out. Simply because if you don't open it, it'll get all musty and nasty. Yeah. Now you compound that with the fact that she left all the food in it. Yeah. So... Whenever we were there, Allison actually helped Jaden clean. and <laughs> Yeah, that was nice of Allison. She didn't get anything. <laughs> she didn't get anything out of it. But I got to be able to impart on both of them. You know, you just never know what somebody's story is because the woman that lived in this property was a single mom. And she clearly had fallen on rough times. And she left a lot of things in the house. There was a lot of just different things that pointed to it's a hard time right now and for probably a month the refrigerator sat with all of the food in it and no electricity and so it was rotted it was nasty it was maggots it was mold and it just had to be cleaned out so you know it was my opportunity to help not only Jaden with making money for school but also another single mom because I've been there to you know just clean up the mess because sometimes you just can't clean up your own mess <laughs> that's true so it was a horrible refrigerator it was, horrible. it was an awful refrigerator but then you went back and you were there again in isolation this so this entire 2020 for you has, has been, been awkward it's been really uh, lonely I guess it's just been me, pretty much. Yeah. Well, until not I, since you came home. Not since I came home, but <laughs> up until then and before then, um, it was me with myself and the Lord. Yeah. I've got the world's squeakiest chair, apparently. You need a new one. <laughs> that one's like, I have to refrain from like picking at it. I'll just pick it until all the leather comes off. <laughs> Listen, that's not leather. That's pleather. <laughs> well, Listen, whatever. Nothing, nothing but the finest for the Todd podcast <laughs> studio, right? But, um, yeah, I think it's been a bit interesting for you. 
so you you know you've you've learned a little bit about yourself in isolation. Um, you struggled a bit trying to make friends after your friends that you started out with at DBU left, and so you I think you've learned a little bit about yourself. Yeah, I guess so. Um, I don't know if you're talking about something specific, <laughs> but no. um, really the second semester at DBU, um, my two best friends, Maddie and Paige. Maddie went to school somewhere else at home. Paige also moved back home to go uh, pursue something else um, in school. And I was like, well, what do I do now? I still had a couple friends, but they weren't, I wasn't as close with them as I was with Maddie and Paige. Maddie and Paige were like, I clung to them because they were my people. And so I, they left me. And then um, I was also working two jobs. Um, I took 18 hours of class. And I, I think the main thing that I proved to myself, I didn't have to do it throughout the entire time, but throughout the first three months of doing it, I was like, I can, I can do this. Um, I was working or I was up with school and work for 12, 13 hours a day. And then I'd come back and do more homework. Um, so I felt like I didn't have a lot of time for people, which that's not true. I could have reached out, ate lunch with people, but you know, um, so really the main thing I learned about myself is that I can do that. Like I can, I didn't think I'd be able to, I was like, this is going to be the most stressful thing ever. Um, but it wasn't as bad as I thought. Um, the Lord taught me that I am able to do it and I'm able to provide, uh, or let him provide for me by doing the work. You know, the old saying, work like Jesus is never coming back. And, oh, wait, I messed that up. <laughs> Leave, live like Jesus is coming tomorrow and work, work like, like he's, he's never, never coming, coming back. back. Thank you. So, I got it partially right. I just started in the wrong place. Yeah. <laughs> the one that I say is pray like it depends on God, work like it depends on you. Yeah. That's a circle maker deal. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's just circle maker. Mark Batterson says that quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so then you ended up at home. So, you know, let's, now that we've sort of gotten the backstory, we go down there to visit. You come home. And then, you know, you had started out the year going, hey, you know, I'm, I'm this college student. I'm going to be free. I'm going to be done with this situation only to come home, you know, and visit once in a while. Yet here you are. And you've been here since, you know, the middle of March, sort of like the old days, right? Yeah. Has it been a bit of a shock? Is it, is it, let me, let me, that's maybe not the best way to put it. Would it be safe to say that it's different this time around? Um, it depends. You guys pretty much let me do what I want. Like I was surprised. Well, first of all, you said that I didn't really have to ask to do anything, even though I asked anyway, just because that's what I was used to throughout high school. And it's courteous. Okay. But (laughs) still, you told me I didn't have to. And I was like, that's not, I'm just not going to do that because that's weird. I wouldn't just get up and leave. Um, so having a little bit more freedom just because I'm older and whatever. I mean, I don't really do anything right now, but I did go out with friends and stuff like that for a little bit. Um, so I guess it's not that much different. There are days that I'm like, this is exactly like high school was, and I do not want to be here anymore. Um, but other days, I came home grateful to have a family. Uh, college taught me how to be grateful for a family and grateful for the rules that, I hated whenever I was in high school. Um, 
So I've kind of gone back and forth with that because I'm like, oh, this sucks. But and then I'll be grateful for it eventually. <laughs> <laughs> but it made me uh, want to spend more time with my siblings as well. Whenever I was first here. I mean, I still want to spend time with them. But uh, they get on my nerves. I don't know. Yeah, you... you are here with them more than I am, but I see you interact with them a lot differently than you did before you went to school. She's definitely, um, a lot more willing to serve. We're still dealing with one of the pigs and Jaden is the one that has been helping make sure that happens, which has been surprising. She said yesterday, She's like, I just want to prove that I can work on a farm. I've wanted to live on a farm my entire life. Your entire life? And you were like, no, because you wouldn't put in the work for it. I'm not saying that you can't. I didn't say can't. I just took it as can't. (laughs) (laughs) And proved that I would do the work for it. What you're saying is you don't listen. Sometimes <laughs> that's probably not true either. You just hear what you want to hear. That's everybody. Apparently. So you're a woman. That's what, <laughs> yeah, apparently that's what all women do. No, you're you're right. That's what all people do. We all hear what we want to hear, uh, and occasionally when we think we hear things one way and it's actually a different way, we get very defensive. Yeah, you can usually see it on somebody's face though. Whenever they take it the wrong way, you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't think you just heard what I said. Like yeah. when I call Thomas stupid and he gets offended. <laughs> He's you can sensitive. See his, you can see his face get downcast. Yeah. And Lauren's the same way. And I think Lauren, I think Lauren specifically really is looking up to you these days. I think more so than she has in the past. She has always sort of wanting to be like me and looked up to me. I mean, that's, I guess that's how younger siblings are i look at uh the williams boys and callan wants to be exactly like Caden. um always wants to spend time with them so it's not like something new for the youngest to want to be like the oldest um sometimes i'm like you don't want to be like me <laughs> be your own person she's learning uh she's doing a lot better now about being her um but she typically she comments a lot oh yeah. i want to be like you i want to do this like you and stuff like that so do you embrace that as the older sister? Do you feel like, uh, you know, maybe that's some responsibility that I need to take on and and guide my younger sister? I guess I view it more as pressure um, because I've noticed things that she's picked up from me that she shouldn't have. Like when she gets in trouble, sometimes her mindset is like mine. Um, the way that she reacts is how I would react Um just seeing, uh, she does the little hand thing that I would do, and she needs to stop <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, she does. Um, and that's a weird deal. I, I, I mean, I'm assuming that that's somewhat genetic because I've, I've never been one to do that, and you and Lauren both do it. Reagan does it some, but it's not quite the same. I, I don't know. They may have just seen me do it Maybe. or something from someone else. I Maybe. don't know. It may be genetic. You think about the conversation that you and my sister-in-laws had out there at the fence gate. With the nervous laugh? With the nervous laugh oh, with all of man. us. Oh, man. You want to send somebody into a coronary. And it's not it's really. It's not funny. <laughs> and it's not really a nervous laugh. It's a. Oh, I'm when gonna, you're mad? I'm going to hurt you laugh. <laughs> yeah, you laugh when you get mad sometimes. So, yeah, if you get April to a point where. 
the boiling has started to go over the edge of the pot, yeah. uh, she tends to start giggling and laughing. <laughs> yeah. And what's Not funny? Like, yeah. What's funny is her brothers apparently do it too. Yep. So I don't know if your dad does it. Does your dad do it? Not that I know of. Does your mom? Nope. That's weird. I, one of them has to do it. Mm, I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. <laughs> I've never seen your dad do it either, but I could see him doing it. I could see him. I, I mean, just sort I of his personality. I could see him doing that too. Just his, his little chuckle. I could see he, him doing that when he gets yes, pissed off. his little <laughs> chuckle. <laughs> yeah, you go, yeah, I don't think that was really funny either. So, But I think that's probably where you guys get it. Maybe. Because your dad, your dad's pretty even keel, at least on the outside. Uh, so, interesting. So you see it as a, somewhat of a responsibility with your sister. So It's like a responsibility burden because you don't want them to get the bad qualities yeah. of yourself. I guess it's like a parent, I guess. Well, it's got tra- I mean, it's training di- maybe. It's different, but like you don't want them to get the things that you struggle with or deal with them in the same way that you have previously de- dealt with them. Yeah. So. She will be crazy though. So you got to look out for her. <laughs> I was not crazy. Uh, I don't, I don't know that she'll be as crazy as everybody thinks. I think she doesn't have, uh, she doesn't have an endless amount of abandon, reckless abandon. She's got some fears. If Lauren gets a, something that she's afraid of, then she's not much about overcoming that fear. Sort of like the cows in the barn. Yeah, you just got to throw her in there. <laughs> <laughs> she was mad. She was really mad at she you. She was mad at me. But I got her in there, and the cows left. She's fine with them now, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, she's getting better. Just because that blonde one likes everybody. That blonde one is crazy. What's her name, Blondie? Yeah. She was somebody's FFA pit or FFA cow. Was she? Yeah. Are you sure? That's what I heard. I always want to touch the babies, but you can't touch the babies. Well, They're you so can, cute. You can try. They're not so bad. They're not so much babies anymore. But anyway. All right. So you've been home. You've experienced your first year of college. It's a little bit like uh, a tale of two seasons. So. What are your plans for the upcoming year? What do you see? Uh, what do you see yourself doing this fall? Um, I guess I'm excited about the the opportunities that are coming with this fall. Um, as you get older, there's more opportunities, and so I get to serve with SWAT um, that week and get what, to what is SWAT? SWAT week is um, sort of like a welcome week for freshmen. And it feels like whenever you're going through it, it, it literally feels like church camp. Like you're going and you do activities, you worship, uh, you usually have someone, uh, preach or teach you. Uh, there's events and games and stuff and you're in small groups. And so I get to, um, help with that and be a part of that. And I'm excited cause it'll, it'll be a place for me to serve, um, the campus. And then also, um, I was a part of one student organization, uh, the student, or it was the emerging leader program. And through that, I got to know, um, the director of the student life office. And that's the office that I ideally would like to be a part of and work with. Um, 
So I interviewed. I didn't get the job because of budget cutbacks. They told me that like four times to make sure that I knew um, that was the reason and not that they didn't want me. But through that, um, through COVID, through the Emerging Leader Program and through me not getting that job, I will most likely be able to have a student leadership position in a new student organization that they're starting. Um, I forgot what it was called. It's like student activities, something or other. Anyway, um, I'll have a chance to uh, lead that group and brainstorm ideas with uh David is his name um, and the team that's working for the Emerging Leader Program and just get to be a part of growing that um, and getting people involved and stuff like that. Um, I've thought about rushing. I'm not totally for sure if I want to do it, but for the most part, like if you want to go out and do stuff and get more friends and be a part of campus, then you'll, you need to join uh, uh, the Greek life. Um, so I'm sort of thinking about that I just know that I'll have to work a job and we'll and it's very taxing to be in Greek life and so you'll I'll have to think about and prioritize um what I need to do about that but really just getting more involved um getting more leadership opportunities and learning and growing and I finally get to start classes that are more in my major I still have to take like Spanish and history but um I get to start like Christian doctrine survey of Christian education, stuff like that. So that'll be fun. Awesome. I'm excited for you. So you'll be going back down late July, maybe? Late July, Late July, early August. So it'd be interesting to be the new norm down there with the the COVID. Yeah. The COVID. (laughs) So, all right. Anything else for Jaden? Do you have any questions? You've been like a... So what was the mouse. what was the scariest part of the year? Um It wasn't moving down there. That wasn't the scariest part. I think the second semester was very scary because I like throughout Christmas break and into the second semester, I was, like I said, I was alone pretty much with myself. Um, my roommate didn't move in. She was gone a lot. Um, I got up at like 7.30 each morning and didn't get back to campus until 8, 9 o'clock. And so I was just working all the time and uh, trying to make enough money to still pay for college. And it's expensive. And so... Um, making those payments and just being by myself trying to figure things out was probably the scariest part. Um, and I guess my spiritual, the spiritual side of me was pretty scary just because I was not, I didn't feel in tune with the Lord almost the entire year. Um, I felt far from him, even though I knew I was supposed to be, I knew what I was supposed to be doing. Um, but I did go through a lot of doubt of my purpose, um, throughout these times. Like, will I make it? Is this what I'm supposed to do? Um, those kinds of things just throughout the entire year. Um, so when they say being at a Christian college, you're not going to struggle with your faith. That's a lie. I don't know if anybody said that, but if that ever comes up, that's a lie. (laughs) Um, but 
it was also intimidating because there's so many people there that have a stronger faith than I do, um, are more mature in their faith. Um, they get to serve all the time. I remember talking to you guys. I was like, it sucks because second semester I was working two jobs. And so I didn't have a lot of time to serve with the church and be able to be involved with the youth group. Um, on Wednesday nights and stuff like that. I just didn't have the time for it because I had to work two jobs. I had to get service hours. I had to um, do all these other things. And I was like, well, I see all these people getting to do D nows and getting to go spend their weekends um, with churches and stuff like that. And I just didn't have that opportunity at that time. And so it was super like intimidating and kind of, what's the word for the opposite of encouraging? Discouraging. Discouraging. Yeah, that one. I almost said disencouraging, but that's not that word. <laughs> Discouraging. It just didn't, it didn't feel good. And so I was like, well, what am I supposed to be doing if I don't get to serve with the church at, in this time? So now that you have finished all of that and you've been home and you've been listening to the series that pastor has been taking us through in this last week of being staying power, that sometimes it is more courageous to stay in the boat and to just keep going in the direction that God has got you going. So you've finished out one full year. It's all in the history at this point. Does that encourage you for the year coming up? Yeah, I guess so. I made it through one year. I can make it through three more, I guess. Um, it'll get harder. Um, hopefully it won't have to pay as much as time goes by. I mean, it might have to, but... Um, the main thing I worry about is money. Life doesn't get cheaper the longer you're in it. Well, I know, but like <laughs> if I take a ton of hours now, then maybe I want to take as many, even though mom's telling me I'm going to have to take 18 all four years. That is what they told us whenever we went for the parents' orientation. Most people take more than four years. They take like that's what they said four years in a semester. They said encourage them to take I mean, 18. It's, it's interesting. I mean, the statistics show that you know the average college stay now is like over five years yeah um, I knew a couple people that worked at Eskimo Joe's that have been in college for forever Oklahoma State has in, has instituted a flat rate tuition to encourage students to be done in four years at least they say so I don't I don't know if it was working or not but what okay. else did you have so as you are going through, and we keep kind of just talking about that Jaden will do things. So some of the things that God has brought Jaden through in her life is being the child of somebody that does property management, that does have those opportunities of seeing how do you actually clean? How do you take care of this or that? So there's lots of things that Jaden can help with. And last year during the summer, God really blessed her with businesses saying can you come and clean for us and then they gave a donation towards her college and families whether it was taking care of plants or taking care of animals you can babysit I mean good gracious you've had pretty much every different personality and children in this house and you'd have the skill set to be able to do that and I just I keep going back to whenever we did a Mother's Day brunch at church several years ago and we were sat with Sherry Lloyd and Hattie. Do you remember this? And Sherry said, well, the question that was 
that was we were told to talk about at our table was what's one thing that you'll have learned from your mother whenever you get older and Jade goes ah oh, that's easy we'll know how to clean and Sherry Lloyd goes that's awesome there are so many people that don't know how to do that and you were like well that didn't go how I thought it was go. <laughs> yeah we so, do know how to clean yeah and you know how stuff. do do you actually do it that's the not question. at the house <laughs> not here that like no. ah. if we wanted to deep clean this house we just have to blow it up <laughs> <laughs> there's just so many years in it of kids tearing stuff up and stuff like that nah, man this house has character dude yeah <laughs> there's a lot of good stories about this place yep so. lived a lot of life a lot of life all right lightning round you ready I guess. I'm going to ask you some questions. You answer the first thing that comes to your mind. Ready? Yeah. Favorite school, Oklahoma State, Dallas Baptist University. Oklahoma State. <laughs> Go Pokes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What is the DBU mascot? Uh, Patriot. Okay. What is your favorite dinner meal? Uh, chicken and dumplings. <laughs> Duh. Even after all the soup you had over the last year? Well, my, yeah. You still choose take chicken and dumplings. Yeah. I love like chunky soup, like taco soup yeah. and stuff like that. Okay. And chicken noodle soup I'll probably never eat again out of a can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's awful. Next question. Favorite vacation destination? Uh, What was the place we went in Tennessee? Pigeon Forge? Pigeon yeah. Forge. That place was awesome. That was pretty cool. Yeah. I was... I was very impressed by that. We we need to go back there. And yeah. you talk about at night, man, there's no light. We've talked about maybe going out to Utah this summer. Let's see in the arches. They say it's pretty dark there too, so. Yeah. We'll have to see. Okay. What's that? How many questions is that? Four? Mm-hmm. Okay. Last question. Favorite historical person? Go. Uh... I don't know. Didn't you just hear her say she's not looking forward to history? <laughs> I mean, I like history, but I I like learning about wars, which sounds kind of morbid. But those times, I like the 20s. No, I said the first thing that comes to your mind, this is a lightning round. Favorite historical person. I don't know. I literally thought of like Ben Franklin. I don't know anything about <laughs> there him. There you go. Ben Franklin. He invented electricity. You know, most people that go to a Christian school would say Jesus. Jesus. Most I wouldn't people. consider him a t- historical person. Yeah, I was going to say most people that go to a Christian school don't consider him historical. Uh, you'd be surprised. I'm going to open up a whole can of worms. But anyway, <laughs> all right. So, Jaden, thanks for coming and talking with us about this. I'm sure we'll have you on again soon. So... You keep your mind open for things that you think that might be interesting to talk about, and that way we can have you on again, and we can talk about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> J- Listen, Jaden's had a rough couple of days. We went out over the weekend on vacation. She got sunburned. I think we talked about that at the beginning. And then today, after she's sort of over the sunburn, we just made her go out and exercise, which that, again... That's one of those moments where I think she felt like she was in high school because we were like, you're going to go exercise. She said, I want to. I said, you're going. So you ask questions and then I don't even have a choice. (laughs) Like, will you do the dishes or are you going? 
The answer it, is yes. Okay, so would it, no, would it be better for me to just tell you to do it? Yeah, because I don't have a choice if it was a question. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, but if it's a question, it gives you the opportunity to choose the right answer. I have to say the right answer. Don't make me go down the four tendencies. Oh, no. All right, we got to <laughs> wrap it up. <laughs> wrap it up. No. Uh, but anyway, um, she was exercising tonight. And she was feeling courageous and was going to do a super high box jump. So you're what, 5'10"? No, I'm like 5'4". Five, 5'4"? Four. Five, four. Like 5'4", five, 5'5", five, five maybe. Okay, and how tall was the box? It was like to my ribs. I'm good at, ju- I'm a so jumper. four foot box? Probably, I didn't, uh, I don't know. Could I be. just I, mean, I, don't, I didn't see it. I wasn't there. But It's tall. But she attempted to jump onto it. She got her toes on it, but they didn't stay. And so she banged her shins. Yeah, and that so hurt. And then she, mom was like, come on, walk. And I was like, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, she's got a few battle scars that she's going to have to get over. So pray for Jaden. I don't know why I keep hurting myself. It's been that way for the last like three days. I keep hurting myself on everything. It's life lessons. You can overcome the pain. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right, everybody. We'll see you next time right here on the Broken to Beautifully Blended podcast. Thanks for tuning in and uh, hit that subscribe button, and you'll know when you get your newest content. We'll see you next time.